Welcome to Creative Cast with Tammy Munson. As you hopefully know, I am not Tammy Munson. I'm actually Elena Frederick. I have had the pleasure of knowing, and I'm not sure if it was always a pleasure working with her, but... <laughs> of course it was. Knowing and working with Tammy for 16 years. And today I get the honor of putting Tammy on the hot seat for a special episode of Creative Cast. So thank you, Tammy, for allowing me to do this to you. Yes, absolutely. This is going to be fun. I have no idea what the questions are at all whatsoever. So yeah, that makes me a little nervous, to be totally honest. But I'm game for anything. So let's do this. Yes, let's do this. So when I was sitting down trying to figure out what questions to ask Miss Tammy, unfortunately, she's super good at what she does. So a lot of the questions have already been answered on previous episodes of Creative Cast. So, you know, if you're wondering how to start a podcast, guess what? Episode one, launching your podcast is going to answer that for you. If you're trying to figure out a name for your podcast, episode two covers exactly that. So instead of doing that, and all doing the tricks and the tips and advice on podcasts, we are going to get to know Tammy a little bit better on why she started podcasting and the lessons she's learned over the years. So first, you ready, Tammy? I'm ready as I'm going to be. <laughs> all right. We're going to go back. We're going to go way, way, way back. Way back. Not, not that, that far back because you're a youngin, as am I. We're both youngins. But yeah. I want to go back to your very first episode you ever recorded of any podcast you've ever done mm -hmm. and tell us about it. That would have been, I think that would have been Republican Women Talk Radio. It was a hot mess. <laughs> I didn't know how to edit. I was just like, eh, let's just, let's try this unedited. I'm glad it's nowhere on the internet. At least I don't think it's anywhere on the internet. I'm sure there's probably someone that maybe can find it if they really wanted to search and if you do find it let me know because I I kind of want to hear it again but it was such a hot mess and I had no idea what I was doing but but it was fun it was, it was a fun show so yeah that's perfect you know one of the things that you and I have learned over the years is crap happens technology happens it actually happened to us right before we started recording so <laughs> I am wondering what is your most memorable mishap when you were podcasting? Well, I think it involves you. <laughs> oh. I think, and I think it was a live episode. It was when we did the live episodes and you had the baby chick and it <laughs> pooped on you. I think that was the most memorable one because I was like, oh my gosh, what just happened here? <laughs> I don't, I don't remember what episode it was, but I know it was when it was right in the middle of the pandemic. We were doing the live episodes and you had just got the baby chicks. I think it was one of the Facts of Life chickens. Yes. It was Tootie. It was Tootie. That's right. Tootie had a Tootie, which then Tootie became Rooster Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Tootie's no longer. Yeah, that was probably the funniest thing. And then the only other thing that I can think of when I did a show with my friend Wendy Cooper and somehow she just lost all internet and she just dropped and it was just the two of us and it was on blog talk radio so it was a live thing and I'm like okay what do I talk about now <laughs> and I just yammered on for like 10 minutes until she was able to get back we continued with the show but you know sometimes you just gotta go off the cuff with these things and you can't plan for a lot no right exactly I think 
think when you're podcasting, especially if you're going to do it live in in one of those different um, ways, you got to be good at going with it. Yeah, I, I remember when the, when the little bird people might try and even hold my facial expression because unlike with just audio podcasting, we were live on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we were broadcasting simultaneously through YouTube as well. Right. That video is out there. It I'm is out there. It. Nobody go I'm- Google it. We're going to go back to asking Tammy some questions here. So one of the things that I love about you is you have a heart of serving. And I think anybody who knows you also knows that. So I would love to know, as I'm sure many others would love to know, what is it about helping others with their podcast that brings you so much joy? Thank you, first of all. Don't make me cry on my own podcast. Okay. You know, honestly, it's for me... I have this passion for helping women tell their stories. I, as you know, Elena, and I've said it multiple times on the show, everybody has a story to tell. Everybody has a story to tell. And, you know, my story is different than Elena's story than Ashley down the street. And that's really been my passion is to take the technology that podcasting gives us and help them create something that they can tell their story or they can showcase their expertise or whatever the case may be. And it just gives me so much satisfaction and pride and knowing that that's what God has called me to do to help others, whether they're telling their story or they're telling God's story or whatever they're talking about, that they can do that in their own way, in their own time and however they need to do that. That's a beautiful answer. And seeing you do this and step into that with this, I I definitely have seen this watching you go from this place of what am I doing to I am doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. It has exploded and you have changed and you've grown and it has just been a beautiful, beautiful process to watch. And you have two amazing girls that are in your house. They are grown, but they get to watch mom. So I know it's been a long time that you've been podcasting and you even have one daughter with special needs. And there's a lot of women out there who have kids. So I would love to ask, what are some of the challenges or even how have they helped fuel your passion for podcasting? having the girls you know when they were younger well and one of the reasons i started working from home was because of my older daughter she has a brain injury and she had all kind of medical issues when she was younger and it wasn't working for us to meet for me to be working really outside of the house because there's doctor's appointments and therapy appointments all these various things and so i needed to find someone that would allow me to make money but also to be home and work off of her schedule and initially it started with web design and and some graphic stuff and then i found podcasting and i was like that's it (laughs) that's what i want to do i learned how to edit and i was like yes and it's been really wonderful to be working from home and be with my kids both of my girls all the time throughout the summer now it hasn't been always easy, especially if you're trying to record and you've got kids screaming in the background or people just making noise in general. We found a way to make it work. 
a lot of times it was like, okay, mom's going to record. Do not knock on the door, make a noise, whatever, unless somebody is bleeding (laughs) or they need to go to the emergency room. You know, I'll be in there like 20, 25 minutes. So it was a lot of those kind of things working around their schedule. And then also the love and support of my husband. And then that way I could record in the evenings. He could take them out to the park or for a walk or whatever they were going to do. And then I could work during those times. So it can be done. But the beauty of it is my girls got to see me follow my calling, to follow my passion. And they're kind of doing that in their own right now. They're 23 and 19. Kirsten is now taking courses to be a Disney travel planner and to own her own business, which I'm very, very proud of her for that. And my other daughter, Rebecca, she's finishing up her first year in college and she's going to be a writer. So she's going to be independent and be able to do the kinds of things that she wants to do, whether she's working from home or around the world. And I like to think that me being home with them and showing them, yes, you can do this. You can do anything you want to do that that kind of helped them along the way. And of course, Jesus Jesus, take the wheel. (laughs) You know, honestly, there have been moments where I'm like, you know, I'm just going to pack all this in and and I'm done and I'm not going to do it. And I did do that for two straight years. I always kept coming back to it. And then I finally just said, you know what? I'm stepping into it 110%. There's nothing else. This is the only thing that I'm going to do. And that's when the abundance started, and which is actually my word of the year, which is Kind of mm-hmm. funny because there's been so much of that lately and I'm grateful and I know I'm very blessed in that regard, but that's kind of been the the main thing is you've got to take the seasons as, as they come. You got to do what you, what you feel right is within your heart and it's not always going to be perfect, but as our friend Angie Lee says, ready is a lie and you just, mm-hmm. you just got to do it. You got to step into it and go, okay, Jesus, take the wheel. This is how we're going to do it. And it usually works out to your benefit that way. Absolutely. And that's such a a wonderful answer. You know, our kids, you know, get to sit and they get to watch us go through the good and the bad. And now you've got these two grown women who are actually, it's definitely wonderful to watch them follow your footsteps and, and be able to, to know that it's not always going to be easy. But as long as they have their why, as long as they are doing what they love, they're still going to be able to get it and and do it and get it done and and find the joy and find the passion in it. So now we're going to move from the mushy mushy. Yeah, let's do fun stuff. Let's go. All right. So you ready? You ready? We're going to talk pet peeves. My favorite. So. Uh, my biggest pet peeve, which I know is one of yours, which is why I'm going to take the answer because you're not allowed to give this one. So one of the biggest pet peeves when listening to a podcast is sound quality, which if you have crappy sound quality, listen to episode eight, improving audio quality of your podcast. So can't give that answer. Okay. What is your top pet peeve when you personally are listening to a podcast? A lot of times on solo episodes, you can tell if they've written their script or not. And so they will read it very fast and very monotone. And for me, I can always tell if you're reading it because there's no inflection, there's no pause, and it's very boring. 
There's no laughter. There's no nothing. Now, there are people who can read it and do that inflection. And they're just very talented in doing that. And if that's you, the more power to you. But please, if you are listening to this, for the love of all that is holy in this world, do not read your script. You know what your area of expertise is. Have the confidence in yourself and just start talking. If you are a client, you know it's going to be edited. If you have an editor, you know it's going to be edited. Make the mistakes. Don't read it word for word, please. <laughs> That's like the biggest yes. thing that drives me nuts. Please. I- I'm thinking of a few podcasts that are like that, that I listened to a couple of episodes. And I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. They're I boring. can't. Right. Exactly. They're They're very boring. I would say another one is when... I was listening to a podcast and I was, I'm sorry, I thought it was absolutely hysterical. <laughs> they completely forgot to edit out the part where they talked and they started talking to somebody. And they talked to someone who walked in the room and they're like, oh, I'm, ta- I'm talking now. I can't remember what I was saying. <laughs> they left the whole part in. So make sure you check your yes. audio before you upload it. It's yes. actually hysterical. So I would say it's not a pet peeve because sometimes it's kind of fun. Yes, sometimes it's funny or... You know, sometimes like they upload the wrong file because any, and I know anyone who edits, whether they do it for themselves or somebody else, I can guarantee you have uploaded the wrong audio at some point in your life because I personally have done it for a client. <laughs> and uh, luckily we caught it before it got published, but it happens. Accidents happen and, and accidents are okay. Your podcast doesn't need mm-hmm. to be perfect. So those things I find actually are kind of very funny and I'm like somebody messed up (laughs) (laughs) and and it's wonderful especially when we live in a world of false perfection it's kind of nice to know that people are human but if you're like on the phone with a bank or something probably wouldn't want that recording (laughs) you may want to hit pause yeah may want to or mute at least the mute I have one more and it's for those who are not professional editors and you're editing yourself. So many people of us talk with crutch words, um, ah, those kinds of things. Do not edit out every single one of those because you start sounding like a robot because <laughs> it gets so choppy and it's like, and then they said, <laughs> just, just leave some of them in. It sounds natural. People naturally speak that way. So don't edit out every single one. That's another. But I think that just goes for editors across the board. Most people probably don't even recognize that. Right. Yes. Once again, perfection on Tammy's side. Her OCD-ness is noticing those things. Yes. Which that's okay. That's okay. That's 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 why they pay you the big bucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I know this about you, but other people may not. So <laughs> it de- <laughs> So you have no idea where I'm going with this, which you're probably thinking the worst. And it's probably, it's, it's so, it's so G-rated. We're just fine. There's no wine <laughs> involved in this episode, ladies. So I know that everyone has like their different things that they do different, like uh, actors, you know, before they're going out on the stage, they do different stretches and things, or they prepare themselves. They have their cup of hot tea with honey. And I'm curious, what are the things that you always have kind of around you when you're recording or getting ready to record? Oh boy. Well, it depends on on who I'm talking to. If it's like an after hours thing with you sitting in in a room in Dallas, then it involves a glass of wine or two or maybe even the whole bottle. Y'all know I drink. I mean, that's no 
big mysterious thing. But generally speaking, it, especially if I'm doing something, you know, more more professional, it's usually there is always a bottle of Coke or Barks on my desk at any given time. Please don't send me notes about that. I know, I know. But there is also water uh, because when you're speaking, especially with audio, you need to make sure that you're hydrated because if you're not, your mouth starts to make a lot of extra noise and that's not fun to edit out. But the other thing that I do, especially if I'm interviewing someone that I'm really nervous about or I'm kind of anxious about, I will have like a little like five minute dance party just myself not like with anybody but I'll just like turn up the music maybe it's Hamilton maybe it's Pink maybe it's Beastie Boys whatever just to kind of get the nervousness out and that way I can easily go into the interview and not worry about anything else no show notes no nothing you fly by the seat of your pants oh oh gosh no 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 (laughs) we we all know that I do show notes. I do an outline. I have a number of predetermined questions usually. And then I'll throw in a couple other ones that I definitely want to ask. Because, y'all, I have ADD. Everybody knows that. I'll be thinking about one thing and the next thing I'm thinking about a squirrels running up and down my tree. For me, I have to have some of those things that just kind of remind me, okay, stay on task, Tam. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, look, there's a reflection on the wall. How lovely. I have episodes planned out months in advance just for workflow purposes. But when it comes time, there is some prep that I do before the interview. And then there's also show notes and making sure that I have links and stuff like that, just to make sure that- Love fun stuff. Yes. Which I did notice that episode recently dropped too about increasing your productivity. So I'm sure there's lots of tips in there that everyone can gobble up. So I'm going to go back to mushiness again. And I do apologize that this has turned from like, oh, let's have fun to, oh, don't cry. But it's okay. It's it okay. It shows how well you know me though. That's it. <laughs> That's the thing. So, you know, I, there's been a lot of reflection and stuff, you know, as I was thinking about this, because we're, we're like going back to the beginning and stuff. And I think that anyone in business or in life that when they look at themselves 20 years ago or whatever. They're like, oh man, I really wish I could go back and tell myself this. So if you could go back right before you started podcasting for the very first time, mm-hmm. what would you tell yourself? Ooh, that's good, Elena. Well, back then, my husband had just joined the army. We were figuring out this new life with both the girls and moving and all these new things. And... I guess I would go back and say, you can do this. If this is the idea that you have, it's a really good idea. You need to do it. Be completely 100% you. Don't worry about what other podcasters look like or sound like or try to emulate other people that are out in the podcasting space. That you be 100% you because people can see through the falseness and just go for it. Give it 110%. Mm, That's so good. Love it. All right. We'll leave the mushiness because I think we need a moment because, you know, I don't want Tammy to cry her own show. We're not going to do that. It's okay. So what what book is on your nightstand right now? John Acuff's Soundtracks. Ooh. Phenomenal book. I highly recommend that you go get the, it's John Acuff's Soundtracks, The Surprising Solution to Overthinking. Because Elena knows 
but I don't think everybody else knows. I'm kind of an overthinker sometimes. Just a little. Just a tad. I'm a planner, you know, have eight different scenarios for one thing. And, well, if that doesn't work, we could do this. And so this book is so good. So, so very good. I've been a fan of John Acuff for years when I, he's hilarious. I mean, I literally laugh out loud when I'm reading his book. But but this book I went and got just because I love John Acuff's stuff so much. And it is phenomenal. And it, it will get you out of your head and get you thinking in a completely different way and using your overthinking to your advantage. So definitely go Ooh. out and get that book. And hopefully I'll have him on the show one day. Absolutely. We want to listen to We want to hear from you. I will pay you in queso, man. Totally will pay you in queso. <laughs> I will also work for queso. Just, just saying. So there, there's a nice little tip about Tammy. Oh, and so Chick-fil-A. Sure. I will work for Chick-fil-A as well. Okay. So we, we know what you're reading. What are you listening to? Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, it's funny because with so many different podcasts, most of them are faith-based and I love my clients. Shout out to all my clients. You guys are amazing and I love listening to your content. But outside of that, most of the podcasts that I listen to are business like the Rise Together podcast with Dave Hollis, Mm -hmm. John Acuff's podcast, Michael Hyatt, mostly business building, entrepreneur. Ed Milet is another one. Phenomenal. Of course, Gary Vee. But yeah, that's, I don't really listen to a lot because I listen so much to podcasts for client work that usually at the end of the day, I'm like, I can't listen to anything. My ears are like, that's it. We're done. (laughs) We're We're done. All right. So when you are not editing podcasts, yes, reading John Acuff's soundtracks, listening to your client's podcasts, eating your Chick-fil-A. Yes. What are you doing? But what do you do for fun? Not that it isn't all fun, but what do you do for Tammy fun? Hanging out with my family, being with my husband and hanging out with him and going out to eat and, and traveling. That is like one of my favorite things to do. Depends on where I'm going and what I'm doing, but I'm always up for a girls weekend. So always, always up for that. Absolutely. Yes. And trips to the farm. We do do that, and I've got my favorite cow, friend of ours. I don't know if you've watched, seen on Instagram, but my, our friend of ours has a bunch of cows and sheep and all kinds of farm animals, and they have these Highland cows. They're smaller, and they have haircuts that kind of look like Justin Bieber back in the day. <laughs> and they have a cow, or I guess he's a bull, named Teddy. And he is my buddy. So every time I go over there, he's like, he's got a hug on me. And he almost stabbed me in the eye with the with his horns. Could you, is that what you call him? Horns? I don't horns. know. Yeah. No, it, I don't live on a farm. Elena does. <laughs> I'm a city girl. But anyway, yeah, Teddy is my, my adopted cow. I don't think my friend Katie knows that. But yeah, he's my adopted cow. Katie knows now. <laughs> she, doubt, she now knows uh, about your adopted cow. So, all right. Again, I'm going to go mushy. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But but you know what? It's beautiful to hear this. Like, you're just like, I I do my editing. I've got my reading. I go spend time with the family and hanging out on the farm. And and it's just, I, I think it's a great testimony to show that when you stop fighting and you just do, and you really, truly follow the passion, because I'll tell you what, it's going to keep coming up. 
Tammy knows this. I've been talking about writing children's books for over six years. And when I finally start, sat down, I was like, all right, I'm not going to fight anymore. Like, boom, there's a book. Oh, here's the outline for four others. It happens. And it's beautiful when it happens because now, you know, we've got our kids watching us, you know, for all of those who are parents, you've got them watching you. And when they see that you stop fighting, you do what you're called to do. It makes it so much easier for them. And, and you have such a beautiful testimony and all of the things that you've been through that you've done. Now you can help when, when a client's like, I just don't know if I can do this. You're like, oh yes, you can girl. Like (laughs) I did while my husband was deployed, got two kids, one with special needs. And I'm there recording at two o'clock in the morning, getting it done. You can do it. Yeah. Let's find out a way to make it happen. And that's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. You know, one of the things you said is about fighting for years. I was like, oh, I, yeah, I know how to edit, but I don't really want to do that. I want to do this. I, w- I have a marketing degree. So that's what I'm going to do. Can I do marketing? Absolutely. But it wasn't until I stopped doing all the other things and just said, I'm only going to do this. Mm-hmm. that's it. I'm not going to do the 6,000 other things. And then I slowly started to go, okay, I'm not going to be doing this anymore, or I'm not going to be doing that anymore. And then all of a sudden, that's when everything, it's like the lights came on, <laughs> the power was going, everything started to make sense, and things started to click. And I stopped doing the things that I wasn't being called to do. And Absolutely. So stop fighting what God has called you to do. Because you can do, you can sit there and think all day of how you want to do something and how you're going to accomplish it and all these other things. But if that's not in the cards for you, that's not what God's plan is for you, why fight it? Just be obedient in the fact that he has a much better plan than anything that we can come up with. That's great. But if that's not what we're each called to do, then we're just going to sit there and spin our wheels and not really accomplish the things that we that God wants us to accomplish. Absolutely. And yeah. what a, what an amazing way to end this this little hot seat, which wasn't really hot. It was super mushy. But, you know, if, if anyone can take away anything from this, it is that once you stop fighting and you go all in, that amazing, wonderful things happen. Is it going to be easy? Probably not all the time. For sure not. But can you do it? Absolutely. And and anytime you hit a roadblock, there's this thing called phone a friend and seek help. Ask you know others around you for their advice. You have a coach. You know you, you are a coach, but you also have your own coach. Yeah. And. And through that process, you get to learn all kinds of amazing things. And you also get to teach other people. So it's, it's just this wonderful circle. So thank you so much, Tammy, for letting me grill you and ask you questions and go mushy with me. And, and I hope that, that you just continue on this journey because it's for, for me, it's so wonderful to watch. Thank you. I'm so glad that that you said yes to doing this. So thank you so, so very much for taking over the mic, so to speak. Oh, oh, I guess that's actually what you did do. Um, So so before we kind of wrap up everything, I have a big favor to ask everyone that's out there. 
I want you to tell your podcasting friends about the show. I want you just to subscribe and please leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to help others find out about the show. So you can find out more information on how to do this in the show notes for today's show at TammyMunsonCreative.com forward slash episode 19. Also, next week, we're going to be talking about all things stat related. So what are unique stats? What are IAB stats? How to analyze your stats? And some of the tools like Chartable and PodTrack and Trackable so that you can really kind of dive in and then make some good decisions regarding your podcasts by doing those things. So ladies, I believe in you. I know you can do this. You guys are my heroes. I believe in experience and production fatigue and intimidating tech should not hold you back. So let's walk through this journey together to spend less time worrying about the details and more time spreading your message. I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much, Elena, for being here. I truly appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys next Monday. Bye, y'all.